0: Alright guys, I am back. This is Phoebe Goodwin live at the Rebel Radio Station at Ole Miss for yet another Album Digest season. Can you believe it? We are back. It is no longer summertime. We are really in the heart of fall as this morning there was a little breeze in the air, which... I mean, come on, it's fall. We have a football game this Saturday. It's really happening. But if you're new here, please let me introduce myself and my show to you guys so you can become familiar. So my name is Phoebe Goodwin and I am the host of this show, Album Digest. It's dedicated to learning more about artists and their music through deep diving into albums each week. So this week, I thought it was only appropriate to start off with a two part series, the first two part series this you know, show has ever seen. And we are going to go over the album of the summer, Harry's House by Harry Styles. And so Harry Styles has really been the pop icon of my generation. He started off as this One Direction heartthrob and has slowly become this transformational music icon, style icon, breaking barriers, boundaries, all of the things. He has really made a mark on this world. I guess we could go there. He is an international sensation. And I have gone over one of his previous albums in the past and on that album, I really didn't let him off easy as he was having a lot of love trouble. And that was hard for me to believe as he was literally probably the most desired man on all of planet earth. But now I'm so excited to talk about Harry's house because this is a beautiful little collection of songs that It's about finding a new love and moving on from the hardships of the past and the freedom you feel when you accept where you are and what's to come. And it's just this really fun, funky summer album. Um, It really fits the time when it was released. And I'm so, so excited. It's very different from his past songs and albums as he uses a lot of different instruments and really a completely different vibe um and so without further ado let's go ahead and get into the first song of today's album digest so we're gonna start off with track number one music for a sushi restaurant and the first time i ever heard the song the only thing that came to mind was this is this is gonna mainly be for my generation so if you're older than the age of 23 i'm gonna say I'm sorry, this doesn't apply to you. And if you're younger than the age of 16, this also doesn't apply for you. So really just for people my age, if you remember the show Ant Farm, with China and Maclean, okay, the really smart kids in the schools, Disney Channel, yeah. This, I think, is, that's the show Harry got his inspiration from, which was a little alarming. I'm gonna say I heard this song and I was immediately brought back to my knee-length denim bermuda shorts and chevron pattern t-shirts that i for some reason just couldn't get rid of um and i don't i don't really know how how that made me feel if i'm being honest you know 2014 wasn't my peak and thank goodness for that but um i i was immediately transported into 2014 when i heard this song so it has these groovy lo-fi beats to start off with A lot of synthesizer action on this album specifically in the song which creates this smooth jazzy pop feel um and styles wrote this song after hearing one of his songs on his previous album fine line in a sushi restaurant and he was he you know eating a sushi and he was like oh this is kind of a weird song to play in a sushi restaurant so he decided to make a song perfect for any sushi restaurant and i think he i think he does a pretty good job um doing that The drums and bass really hold the structure and rhythm um, of this song as you really can't help but tap your feet or move your head when you hear just the instruments all together on this song, which is really cool. That has this kind of smooth, rhythmic feel, but just with the structure of a strong bass line. Um, There's also a large presence of trumpets, which you guys know I love, and it just adds this soulful side of the song. So this song really does a lot with, um, you know, the three or so minutes that it has. And he sings the verses in kind of a hushed tone and then gets louder and louder as the pre-chorus comes into the scene. And then the song sort of explodes with the trumpets and harmonizing and oohs and ahs as the chorus and after the chorus kicks in. So as far as the meaning of the song goes, it's it's pretty explicit for... um, A sushi restaurant I would say he compares the art of making sushi to the art of making love and his fascination with this love interest he has which doesn't really necessarily fit the vibe of your local sushi eatery but art is art I guess you know the song ends abruptly and then comes back with this sort of ringing or hum which I thought was really interesting And in my, you know, amateur analysis of what that may mean, I thought, you know, maybe he could be mimicking those kind of weird sounds you hear at your local sushi restaurant of just kind of like that gas station hum. And I don't know if that's what it was, where it's like, you know, you're transported into this really fun, exciting world of making sushi or making love, and then it all ends, and then you're just left with the, boring hum of the everyday life that could be a complete overanalysis, or I could be completely wrong and I'm gonna I'm gonna risk it and just go ahead and say that that's what I am interpreting it as but you know I think overall this is a good way for Harry to start off his album as it sets this really fun exciting tone just for what the rest of the album has in store
1: Susie from music following
0: that song was um, as we got into our very first song. So now we're going to move on to track number two, Late Night Talking. This song continues with the trend of using a synthesizer for the opening of the song with abrupt sharp notes playing before the song really truly gets started. The song You know, it keeps this sort of sharp staccato throughout the verse with those quick synthesizer notes where Harry's voice really contrasts that sharpness with the smoothness of his soft voice, which for all of my music uh, major friends out there and music aficionados, hopefully you know what I'm trying to get at by saying that. The pre-chorus leading into the chorus also has this echoey kind of sound that blends all of the different instruments together and keeps it sort of this rhythmic fluid sound that still has those sharp drum beats and so there's this really nice structure in a lot of just that rhythmic sound. You know the chorus breaks back into the sharper beats of the synthesizer and there's some call and response and harmonies as we go deeper into the song. The song talks about the struggles of a long distance relationship where you spend the nights talking on the phone you know he wants to be around to bring up her mood when she is down and you know he is really in love with his girl can't get her off his mind he opens up about his hatred of change except for when it comes to this girl he would drop everything and go to be with her anywhere anytime really is a little taste of that first stage of love where there's just still this excitement and newness to it all The whole vibe of this song really captures that feeling so perfectly. to the next song my personal favorite song when i hear this song a very vivid image enters my head it's it's an image i've i've personally never seen before or ever experienced but i can only imagine this song would would go to this scene perfectly and here's the scene here's the image i i picture harry styles but in late 70s early 80s he has kind of like a cool black mustang that's older of course and naturally the top comes off okay i don't even know if that's possible but in in this in this vision in this scenario it is very possible he's driving i'm gonna i i can't decide i know he's driving i it's either in the mountains or the city okay like or coast of California, one of the three. And he is sm- smoking a cigarette, naturally, with a white t-shirt on, some denim pants, and that you know kind of outsiders hair. You know what I'm talking about? That that movie, the Outsiders, that kind of hair. And he ha- maybe even has some black eyeliner on. Okay, we're really just throwing Roderick from of a Wimpy Kid* in there too. Okay, so that's kind of what this song is. Um, Hopefully after that description, you don't even need to hear it. But hopefully you'll be able to hear what I'm kind of talking about. It has this sort of rustic, dirty, kind of grimy... It's not the right word. But it has this kind of rustic romance, rock and roll vibe to it. You know, the, the song starts off with him whispering the beat count before... The song gets started and there's this very simple piano backing with a drum beat and a synthesizer melody and it has this sort of crackle to it like an old record and then he starts singing and goodness gracious this song just does it for me there's just like a buildup of tension going into each verse and it releases right when he starts singing and it just has everything he was trying to do with the song works for me personally his voice has that phone call sort of effect to it. And then during the verses, and then during the chorus, it comes to the foreground and just kind of explodes. And it, it's just like very earthy from the start. You know, there's a quick bass note being played throughout the entire song and almost just has that scratchiness to it. Like it's it's been through the ringer and it has made it and it's telling its story of the, the hard life that this song has lived but ultimately this song tells the story of a man going to buy flowers for this person who is unlike anyone he's ever met but then he comes to realize that he would much rather be sharing a bottle of wine with this person and then he goes to realize that he's paying a much higher cost for the wine than he used to a potential allusion to some sort of alcoholic tendencies and he's going through the grape juice blues okay And he has this sort of reliance on a beverage that has become more important to him than the relationship itself. Or maybe even the whole relationship is centered around the enjoyment of alcohol. Maybe it's his whole life, but this is a song I never would have expected to be about alcoholism. I don't know if that makes it better or worse. I'm going to have to go with, unfortunately, the latter. But this song gets it on. I mean this song is amazing. I think it's it's one of the best songs he's released. It's just like so different from the light poppy last two songs we've listened to that are just pop. This really just has a lot of meat to it. I don't I don't know how else to describe it. grand finale that happens to be in the middle of the show the next song we're going to be going over is a song i'm sure many of you are familiar with if you have an iphone or a pair of ears on your head this was quite possibly the biggest song summers have ever seen ever and And that song is As It Was by Harry Styles. And so this was one of the singles he released from the album. Before the album came out, he had this high production music video with a Ukrainian director that really was artistically beautiful. So much so that I didn't understand what the music video meant until I googled it. And so... Yeah, this I think might be a a song he's either proudest of or a song he thinks the public would um, receive best. And, And he was right about that. And so this song opens up with a very interesting tagline of Harry's goddaughter, who's five years old, who was calling Harry Styles because they had missed their nightly phone call where Harry reads her. A bedtime story. And so she she says, you know, her little cute tagline. And the song just opens up. Yet again, with a synthesizer melody. Come on. What is this, the 80s? <laughs> Come on, Harry. So this just kind of turns into this 80s pop rock song with the drum and the synthesizer. And then it strips back to this ethereal guitar melody with just these strong beats throughout each verse and pre-chorus and then it opens up with just that iconic synthesizer melody that just is ridged into each of our brains that triggers this freedom that comes with the you know just the feeling of summer nights and, and this is a song that tells the story about moving on and accepting the change that is inevitable he seems to have just gotten out of a relationship that he wants to still be in, and he's just chasing and chasing and chasing, but he can't get it back to how it was back then, as it was, as it was, as it was. It's just not the same, and, and this phrase, as it was, is, is drilled into the listener's head, and with repetition, we see the theme that the artist is trying to convey. And so this is a hard realization to come to believe, especially into a chapter of being single after being in a committed relationship. So during the last chorus, there are some some church bells or wedding bells that play in the background. And in in my opinion, this just represents these freedom bells uh, that come with the acceptance of right here and right now and what things have turned into and a celebration of of where you are today, no longer allowing the past to have a claim on you. These freedom bells are ringing as Harry Styles learns a huge, huge life lesson. Come on, Harry. We want to say goodnight to you. Alrighty, so now we are going to go to one of my favorite songs on this album titled Daylight. So, how did I first come in contact with the song called Daylight by Harry Styles? Well, it was just a summer afternoon and I had just come home from a long day of work. And my little sister, Lucy, said, Phoebe, have you have you seen the James Corden video on Harry Styles? And I was like, Lucy, 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 you know I haven't seen the James Corden video on Harry Styles. And she went on to show me one of my favorite videos of all time where I have gone on to show as many people as will listen and will watch the video. So let me just give you a little breakdown of this video. There, it's it's a classic SNL gig. Okay, listen to this. James Corden, Harry Styles, wandering the street of New York City some random day. And they have three hours and a $300 budget to film a music video. And so it just tells the story of Harry and James finding these four girls who, can't be much older than me and they they film a music video for one of the most famous people in the world in their humble abode and the video is so fun it's such a fun video and I mean it's it's honestly pretty good for the $300 and three hours I'm not sure if the $300 included the professional camera equipment and videographers that SNL already has but I guess we'll just disregard that for the time being but it's such a fun video and it contrasts so so deeply to the video for as it was that probably cost thousands upon thousands of dollars to film but it's still so fun it is so fun so if you haven't watched that please go watch it it makes the song so much better and so you know daylight starts off with a simple little electro melody paired with a classic little piano riff with a little bit of an 80s pop twist to it so we're, we're starting to see some themes here the song really opens up when the drum comes in with a quick six beats and then he starts singing of course there's this simple groove and soul to the song with its whole pop facade and um, I think it's so interesting how he he slips a little bit of groove behind the pop. The song is rather simple when talking about just the instrumentalization as it pretty much stays the same throughout the whole song. He spices it up you know every now and then with a harmony or so during the chorus but it turns into this rock and roll fantasy dream that should be the backing track to a movie scene of teenagers running out of from hand-in-hand to drive up the coast of California with the top off of their dad's old Jeep. That's the vibe I'm feeling. You know, this rock and roll dream little music sequence repeats a couple of times and really gives this song exactly what it needs it's just the girth the song was missing and so during during this you know my life is a movie moment he comes in and starts singing the chorus over and over you know in front of this backing track and it just sounds perfect and it's so different from how the chorus is usually sung. And so I just think that that's just so creative how he did that. And then, you know, he closes out the same way the song opens up. And I love when artists do that. It just feels like a full circle moment. You know, you start off with the same lyric and you end with the same lyric and it's just like this journey of getting back to where you started and this song has a a a different meaning than i was anticipating when i began to dig deeper into the lyrics you know it's evident harry is completely infatuated with this girl who is potentially olivia wilde his current girlfriend um as, you know, he sings about wishing to be a blue bird so he could fly to her. This kind of affection shown reminds me of the song, I Wish I Was, by the Avid Brothers. However, this girl doesn't seem to be as interested in him as she is she with her horoscope and doing cocaine. So, I've never done cocaine or been super interested in horoscopes, but I can't imagine either of those would be better than... Um, being close to Harry Styles so the journey of this girl is rather confusing and quite frankly mind-boggling and poor guy I mean poor guy he is just now settling down with a girl or woman should I say Olivia Wilde but I mean he has been through the ringer and so he's struggling with this idea that he cares more deeply for her than she has ever cared for him and, you know, you'd, you'd think this, this heartthrob of a man would, would not be struggling with this, but alas, he is also human. I guess it makes him a little more approachable. You know, he seems to be in this long-distance relationship where they're in different time zone, and he's calling her all hours of the night, which reminds me of Olivia Wilde. And he curses the daylight because it takes her away from him and away from this false reality of, you know, this this world where they're together or it could go back to the original girl the daylight takes away this false reality that she cares for him i'm i'm just going to be honest and vulnerable with you guys i don't know the direct meaning of this i'm just kind of guesstimating and i'm a bit confused about whether he's talking about the same girl or two different girls but overall the song is a pretty easy one to listen to despite the confusing (laughs) storyline
1: Listen, I hope you're missing me by now If I was a bluebird, I would fly to you You'd be the spoon if you were honey So I could be sticking to you Daylight, you got me crushing the daylight Ooh. Daylight, you got me crushing the daylight to the day.
0: Track number six is up next. So the last two songs of today's album digest are going to be what I like to call an S.D.B. If you are familiar with me or my show, I'm sure you know what this means. If you're new, welcome. An S.D.B. is a stripped down ballad. And the stripped-down ballad is what I like to keep an eye out when I'm looking through these albums. Because in the SDB, the artist is in their most vulnerable state of sharing their heart, sharing their view on the world, sharing their thoughts, their mind, their experiences. And so this is when I think it's most important to look at what the artist is sharing because it's easy to write a song that, you know, is paired equally with with the instruments and the sound and all of those things, and then the lyrics. But when the lyrics and the voice are the main part of the song, the main instrument used, that's when we see their heart, we see their desires. So let's dive into these SDBs. The first one is Little Freak, okay? Strange name, I didn't come up with it an artistic genius did so we're just gonna have to deal with it this is one of the, it's it's the faster of the two slow songs but it still really highlights his voice with a simple backtrack full of kind of random beats and a simple little guitar melody with tons of harmonies um it has this sort of outer space feeling to it but also has a little bit of those flower field vibes so not really sure how he can do both, but he seems to be doing exactly that here. The song ta- is talking about past love and all of the things he remembers about her how she hid her body that she worked so hard for, how she would sit on the kitchen counter, she would get sick after a night out, and bring this danger to dreams. As he says, you know, you bring the blue lights to dreams, which that's what I interpreted it as, but you might think it's something completely different. kind of sounds like a conversation you have with a past partner after seeing them for the first time. Awkwardly catching up with the person you used to know everything about. And now they're seemingly strangers and there's not much to talk about, but it makes you think a lot about your past together. Reminiscing on the time they had together. But, you know, everything has ended and he still seems to care so deeply for her and he thinks about the impact that she made on his life and potentially the negative impact that he made on her. He describes her as having a delicate point of view without fear of what the rest of the world thinks. She had this interesting, rather fragile view that is just a little different than the rest of the people. You know, he doesn't necessarily have this fear of who she's become or if she's with a new person. It seems like they had a genuine, deep kind of love. Towards the end of the song, he, he seems to be making an apology for disrespecting her by jumping in feet first, only finding to break his ankle. And so the way he entered into the relationship seemed to be detrimental to the both of them. And so after, you know, potentially encountering her or just finding himself thinking about her i just think about you i just think about you i just think about you he's starting to kind of reminisce and and dwell on on this past love this past relationship and that is a theme in this album so much of it is dwelling on what once was as we see in so so many of these songs i think it's really honestly a sweet song of i i'm not jealous that you're with someone new i don't worry who you've become but i genuinely just think about you because i care for you and i and i miss experiencing your delicate point of view and the way you saw the world as it was just so much more different than anyone else um and so yeah i think this is an interesting song and like i said it's an sdb so we got to be listening carefully to track number six little freak
1: little freak jezebel you sit high atop the kitchen counter stay green a little while you bring blue lights to dreams starry haze crystal ball somehow you've become some paranoia a wet dream just dangling but your gift is wasted on me I was Thinking about who you are Your delicate point of view I was thinking about you
0: but certainly not least, is track number seven, Matilda. So this is the second of the two SDBs we're going to be going over, stripped down ballad, of this album. And this, I I really liked this song because it has that folksy vibe to it that I really like. Um, That seems a little bit foreign or out of a comfort zone that Harry Styles may have and I love when people take that risk or just go a different route than they usually do and so with Matilda it tells a really really cool story but let's talk about some of the technical things first before getting into the story. Um, so like I was saying there's this folksy guitar melody this finger plucking with some hammering in it sounds kind of earthy but in a I bought a white dress and just finished milking my cow and I'm running through a field kind of earthy not the rock and roll grunge I've seen bad things earthy just to clarify um I just love it it's you know it's an SDB it has some folk twang to it but it's just completely different from the last song we listened to and I just love that difference so his voice with the guitar has these rich harmonies um layered on top of that you know that OG melody and this may be one of the most vulnerable songs on this album and the way he chose to accompany the lyrics in such a simple manner. And you guys know what that means. Let's get into the good stuff, the meat. What kind of story is Harry Styles trying to convey to us? So I took my best crack at it, and here's what I got. He's telling the story of a girl who comes from a broken family, a family who hurt her and who has never showed her love. She would often escape from the reality of her family life while riding her bike, telling herself it's, it's no big deal, it's no big deal, but secretly wishing the bike would lift off the ground and take her somewhere far away. She talks about this deep-rooted pain and trauma as if it's something everyone experiences, and Harry sees straight through her or whoever the narrator is, sees straight through her pain and begins to point it out to her, telling her that the pain she has experienced in the pact is impacting her more than she would like to believe. He really is giving her the freedom to move on from the past, hint, hint, theme, and begin a new life of having parties with everyone she knows and loves and who loves her. And her family doesn't have to be there. Traveling the world and seeing different ways of life and not allowing the pain to determine her future. He has invited her to allow herself to grow up away from all that her family was. Harry believes that when she lets go of all that's occurred, that is, when she will truly, truly, truly be free. You know, as I say this description, it makes me think this could be, you know, advice he wishes he had heard when he was younger or someone he knew needed to hear when they were younger, growing up, growing into themselves. And so I'm not sure directly who this is pointed to or directed to or what kind of person Matilda is, but it just is this kind of redemption story of the past no longer has to define you. And with with tomorrow, there comes a new day with new mercy. And so I think this is just a beautiful story of redemption and who doesn't love redemption every movie practically except for la la land can't even get into that right now anyways i'm off topic i think i think the lyrics of this song are just strikingly beautiful and the way they're so perfectly accompanied 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 with this simple little guitar i mean geez come on But it's like, it's this beautiful guitar with this deeply painful story, but it just shows there is beauty in every story. And to some extent, we have all experienced this sort of pain that keeps us from moving into tomorrow with a clean slate.
1: To the sound of it's no big deal And you're trying to lift off the ground on those old two wheels Nothing about the way that you were treated ever seemed especially alarming till now So you tie up your hair and you smile like it's no big deal let it go you can throw a party full of everyone you know not invite your family cuz they never showed you love you don't have to be sorry for leaving and growing up mm-hmm. My dear Talk of the pain like it's all all alright. But I know that you feel like a piece of you's dead inside. You showed me a power that is strong enough to bring sun to the darkest days. It's none of my business, but it's just been on my mind. Let it go, you can throw a party full of everyone you know Not invite your family cause they never showed you love You don't have to be sorry for leaving and growing up You can see the world following the seasons Anywhere you go, you don't need a reason cause they never showed you love Don't have to be sorry for doing it on your own You're just in time, make your tea and your toast You framed all your posters and dyed your clothes No uh-huh. sorry for doing it on your own you can let it go you can throw a party full of everyone you know you can start a family who will always show you love don't have to be sorry no
0: what a way to end the first episode of the this new season of Album Digest. I mean, can we give a round of applause for Harry Styles? (laughs) Thank you, King, for entertaining us today. I hope if you're new, you enjoyed this first little season. If you're old, I hope you enjoyed the start of a new season. I am so glad to be back sharing words that i am excited to share about music i also am excited to share and so without further ado this is it this is the end and be sure to tune back in next week for part two of harry's house